Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Every Paul needs a Timothy, and every Timothy needs a Paul. You see, this has always been God's way, one generation passing it on to the next generation. Uh, the, the first generation has to be willing to relay it, and the next generation has to be willing to receive it. It's not really a matter of age so much as it is principle. Uh, and yet, those who have known the Lord are to make him known and to reproduce. If everything reproduces after its own kind, then when a servant of the Lord passes off the scene, he should have reproduced other servants of the Lord. And so we turn our attention today to Acts chapter 16, which I think is one of the most fascinating little photographs, if you will, snapshots of how to develop a Timothy. Is there somebody you really want to develop? I mean, somebody that you love, God has placed in your sphere, uh, connected your life, and you think, I want to help bring that person along. I, I really want to pour myself into them and see them become everything God wants them to be. Uh, if there is, then this will help you. If you say, well, I, I can't think of anybody like that. All right, you need somebody like that. So you need to begin to pray now, Lord, give me someone. Give me a Timothy, somebody that I can invest in, uh, someone that I can uh, try to help bring them along like someone has brought me along in the faith because this is God's work. This is God's way. We must develop another generation of people who know and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's read the opening verses of Acts chapter 16 and get a start at least here today. Now, the Bible says of Paul, Then came he to Derbe and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters, for they knew all that his father was a Greek. Now, this is the first mention of a young man that will be uh, widely known later in the New Testament, and that is Timothy. In fact, there are two books in your New Testament that bear the name of this young man because they were letters written to Paul's young protege uh, later in years. First and Second Timothy were written to this very young man. And this is beautiful, but this is where it all starts. So we get a little historical context to this personality and to the idea of helping this young man become everything that God wanted him to become. Uh, let's begin here today. How do you develop a Timothy? First of all, you have to identify him. <laughs> That's most obvious, right? So the person you're going to help, you've got to get specific about it. It can't be, well, I'm going to try to help somebody. No, who? Well, I want to encourage everybody. All right, well, let's, let's say there's someone that God, by divine appointment, has brought across your path, placed in your life. Why are they there? Uh, let's begin in our own homes. Begin with your own children. 
uh, begin with young people or younger people, uh, newer believers that are in your uh, church or in your neighborhood, uh, on your place of employment, where? Find the person and say, by the grace of God, I'm going to start right there. I'm going to not go looking for somebody. I'm just going to start with the person God gives me. In fact, that's exactly what happened to Paul. Uh, We would like to think that Paul is the one who really made Timothy what he was. No, God made Timothy. Paul was just another link in the chain, another part in that process. And we would like to think, well, this was Paul's doing. No, in fact, when Paul showed up in Derby and Lystra, uh, the Bible says that this young man already was established as a follower of the Lord Jesus. Listen to the verse again. Behold, a certain disciple was there. So start right where you are. Start with whoever you have. And for the record, no one has the perfect situation. Sometimes we're waiting on the right person to come along that we can really help. You do understand we're all sinners. We're all broken people, and everybody has their messes. Timothy had his. In fact, he lived in a pretty difficult situation. His mother was a Jew. His father was a Greek. What's worse, his mother was a believer, and from every indication, his father was not. So no one has a perfect situation. Let's just begin right where we are, knowing that God works even in those kind of circumstances to prepare us to be the people that he wants us to be. I would also point out to you, I think this is really important, that long before Paul ministered to this young man, his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice had already poured into him. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 5. So praise God for the people behind the scenes. Remember that we're all composites of all the people who influence us. So think about all the people God has used to touch your life. Be grateful for every one of them. Be grateful for the contribution every person has made to your life. That was the Lord's doing. You're you're a tapestry uh, woven together of many people who have touched you, who have ministered to you. Now turn around and be that in somebody else's life. Uh, You don't have to dominate their life. Uh, Just be the person God wants you to be for that Timothy at this time. I would also point out to you that when you're identifying them, you need to look for heart. I think sometimes we're looking for the wrong thing. We're looking for ability. We're looking for talent. No, no. Look for heart. Did you notice the Bible calls him a disciple? Think of that. Before he ever met Paul, he's a disciple. What does that mean? A learner, a follower. Here's a young man who's faithful in little things. Uh, The Bible says in verse 2 that he was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. So here's a young man who has a testimony, uh, who wants to have the right testimony. That's also significant that in verse number 3, when Paul took him, he was ready to submit. He was willing to be taught. He had a teachable spirit. He was willing to let someone older, someone more mature, someone with more experience uh, guide the thing. Uh, There's something tremendous to be learned here for every Timothy. May I say, if you're starting out in the Christian faith, attach yourself to mature believers. Uh, If you're a, a young person, Uh, You you may be a teenager, you may be a college-age student, single adult. You may be a young married couple just starting out and beginning your family. Look to people who have a little more experience than you to get some guidance and to get some direction. Uh, Remember Titus 2, the older men are supposed to teach the younger men, and the older women are supposed to teach the younger women. That presupposes that the older are willing to teach and the younger are willing to be taught. And so by the grace of God, if you're going to develop a Timothy, you have to begin by identifying them. 
Then let me give you one more today. If you're going to develop a Timothy, you not only have to identify Timothy, but you have to influence Timothy. Listen to the opening words of verse number three. Him would Paul have to go forth with him. Those two words are very important. Do they sound familiar? They should. Mark chapter 3, verse number 14. When Jesus called his first disciples, the Bible says he called them that they should be, same two words, with him, and that he might send them forth to preach. In other words, they were disciples before they were apostles. They were with him before they were sent out for him. Long before Timothy is going to be ready to, to pastor a church, to advance the cause of Christ. He needs time with the Apostle Paul. Uh, influence. There is no substitute for influence. You can't do that from a distance. That's how Paul could say in 2 Timothy chapter 3, Thou hast fully known my doctrine and manner of life and purpose. How could he fully know it? He had been with him. Friends, that takes time and it takes personal attention. By the grace of God, begin to pray today, Lord, give me someone. Identify that person and be willing to spend enough time with them to influence them for the cause of Jesus Christ. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why Enjoying the Journey exists, to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey But we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.